Sporting touch of hands. Round number one. There's that fast stop. Mama no born in the Bronx, raising data. Been in the city since Pit had braids. Bahapanti parties, but I know how to sneak me out. Now it's seven figure meetings every day. We need a house. It's game time, the game's mine. You know the vibe. Yeah, how a new Nintendo repping 305. Everybody to another episode of Don't Blink. You already yes. know I got my boy Two Nights in the building. I don't know without the kids, especially on Don't Blink. Huh, you already know what it is. Today we got a real special guest, man. Yes. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the introduction short because this dude has got a badass story. I want I want you to tell. His name is Chris Rudin. He's uh, not only a bodybuilder, motivational speaker, has a badass story. And before we get into it, I want to give a shout out to my mother-in-law, Mama Robin. She uh, <laughs> she put me on to you. Saw you in People Me and People Magazine. And uh, she's like, man, you got to speak to this guy. You know what I mean? It's amazing story. So thank you for being here, my brother. I appreciate you. Yeah, hell yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, yeah, thank you yeah. both. Of course. Of course. Let's, uh, I like to start from the beginning, man. Let the people know born and raised and, and how we got to where we're at today, man. Yeah, man. I was uh, born different, you yeah. know? Yeah. I was born permanently attractive. Hey, you're you're a great looking guy, bro. <laughs> I just wear tight shirts to make me look big. <laughs> nah, I was born with a physical disability, and my entire life I felt like I was broken. Right. You know, I felt like a monster, and I grew up in a pretty poor area. And everyone made made it known that I looked different. Yeah, that I looked I didn't fit in. You know, where did you grow up in, in Pompano? Okay, yeah, Pompano, yeah, and uh, man. Something about being a man in society today and feeling depressed and broken and having to hold that back, trying to pretend like you're good, but you're not. Yeah. That was my entire life. I hid my disability for 17 years, you know, up until three years ago. And that was the moment when I decided I wanted to be myself and not be that broken, useless, helpless kid. You you hid it in what sense? Like uh, you just I didn't, didn't have a prosthetic arm. Oh, okay, okay. So I just had my residual limb and I put a glove on it. Yeah. I actually kept it in my pocket for 15 years. Oh, shit. Damn. I'm talking about like I ran the PE test in middle school with my hand in my pocket. No shit. I almost got arrested at Washington D.C. the monument because yeah. they told me to put my hand out of my pocket. And I said no. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. So it was so that it was bad. That, it was deep. It, it was, was deep. that bad. Yeah. I would ask to go to the bathroom if I had my backpack on because my hand was in my pocket through my backpack and I couldn't take my backpack off. Oh fuck. Yeah. I had days where the backpack would just dangle yeah. because I wouldn't take it out. It was that bad. I got my ass beat one time because I didn't take my hand out of my pocket. <clears throat> I would have rather yes, no, got hit, you know, instead of protect myself because that was more important. So that's when we talk about body image issues or anything like that. It's not gender or anything. Yeah, I was struggled. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, that's dope. No, no, that's I mean, it's dope the fact that you've been able to reach that point, and then once you reach that point, which to me is almost like it's the letter rip season. You know what I'm saying? Right now we're in the letter rip season, and you got you reached the point where you. You know, perhaps looked at yourself in the mirror and was like, yo, this is me, man. I love me, and I'm going to just, whoever don't like it, fuck it, but yeah, I'm going to do me. That's yeah. what it was, you know. What I, was that turning point? Yeah. Man, I wish there was, like, this Disney moment of, like, it happened, you know, but there was a few points. Um, I didn't look in the mirror. Uh, my whole life was about hiding my arm. So if I was on a date with a girl, I would turn a certain way. I would sit on a certain side. I planned everything. In yeah, my head. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd pretend Damn. like there was no issues, but, like, I had to sit on a certain side. I had to turn a certain way when I opened the door. Yeah, I had to plan what kind of door it was, if it was a push or pull, to know what my move was. I was playing chess, you know? <laughs> yeah. and it was that bad. you know. So for me, I met a kid named David. He was 11 years old. He had cerebral palsy. He couldn't really walk, couldn't really talk. 
And this is three years ago when you when you when you did this the was the start. This was when I was nineteen. This okay. is, I started getting to like bad stuff like okay. drugs, alcohol, right, yeah, right. Yeah. trying to run away from my problems. Of course, you know? uh, the problem I was trying to run away from was myself. Yeah. To be honest, and I met this kid, and he I fell in love with this kid, man. His mom hired me to work with him with fitness and stuff. I was like, I'm not a guru, but have you ever I'll been try. into fitness? Where you went to fitness? Uh, I started getting into it about 19. Okay, okay. Yeah. gotcha. Right. So I was like, man, I want around abs. that same time. I was yeah. like, I want abs, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, abs get girls. I right. think that's what I want. I learned that wasn't actually what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I wanted confidence in myself. You know? yeah, yeah, I wanted yeah. to see myself in the mirror and be like, I respect you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I chased respect for a long time. Yeah, but you can never get respect if you don't give it to yourself. Absolutely, exactly. Absolutely. So exactly. Uh, this kid kind of showed me everything. You know, he couldn't walk or talk, but I would hold him and he would kick a ball and he'd have so much fun. You know, like we'd work out, he'd fall, he'd get back up. And one day he came home and he was like, oh, these kids at school made fun of me. I was like, show me where that I'll kill him. Like, you know, like (laughs) before I could even finish my death threat, he was like, it's okay. They don't define me and just went on. And I just looked at this kid. I'm like, how did this kid learn something that took me so long? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, And uh, he could barely walk, barely talk, but. After working with him for like six months, he ran on the beach for the first time. And I was like, all right, I'm on to something. Maybe it's not the fitness. Maybe it's not the abs or the muscles. Maybe it's like the way you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He taught me a lot. And from that moment, I started getting into powerlifting. I was like, I want to lift heavy weight. So I started lifting 135 pounds and have a residual limb. I'm like hooking it sideways, lifting sideways and stuff. And I got to 135. I'm like, there's no way I could go heavier. I found a weight. I got to 225. Shit. I was like, man, there's no way. Then 315, then 405, then 495, then 585, then 675 in front of 20,000 people breaking a world record. Holy shit. What? Damn. Every time I told myself I couldn't do it, I said, but maybe. Yeah. You know, I just started asking questions instead of saying, this is the glass ceiling of what I can reach. I was like, maybe there's another option. And it took me a long time to start asking those questions. Damn, and answering them too, because you you've been kicking ass, bro. Absolutely, Fuck yeah. absolutely. And, and where was that 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 where you hit that that mark where you're like, yo, no, I'm fucking, I'm unstoppable. Like this shit's not gonna phase me anymore. I I got tired of feeling broken, man. Yeah, I got tired of thinking like. And you said what was that? Like three years ago was when like, you were like. I, I set a weird goal for myself. Like I had broken a world record. I started speaking professionally, like uh-huh. speaking in front of thousands of people, but I was still hiding my hand yeah. in front of all these people. You know, people were like, oh. I appreciate the message, but like, what? I was like, shh, you're good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had so much fake confidence that no one would dare ask me right. what I was struggling with, you know? Yeah. And you're lifting 600 and something pounds. We were like, all right, don't, yeah. don't fuck with this guy. <laughs> I don't have the quickest knockout, but I at least look strong. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I said, if I ever got a prosthetic arm, I would take my glove off. And at the time, my ex-girlfriend, uh, she didn't even see my hand three years into our relationship. Get the fuck Damn, out of what? Here. Holy shit. Yeah, Damn, wow, you're real okay, good at hiding yeah. that shit. Then I'm a, I'm a monster. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know my nickname in fighting is the monster too. By the way, hey. <laughs> I went from feeling like a monster to being a monster, That's and awesome. the monster is now giving value and impact. But it took that perspective shift to be like, okay, if I get this prosthetic arm, I'll stop hiding. You know, it's really hard to get a prosthetic arm. It's one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, Fuck. this is crazy. You know, oh, yeah. and and that shit looks like it's out of a movie. It is, it's wild, bro. Yeah. And the approval process is impossible in the United States. To go through this, it's a nightmare. I ended up getting it, though. And I'm like, I can't be, I have to be a man of my word. I can't go back on my what I said. So I said, I'm just going to make a quick YouTube video. I'm going to take my glove off and show the world. Like, obviously, I'm disabled, you know. But for me, that was, like, meaningful. I yeah, yeah, put yeah. that video out there. I was like, man, I feel good. That's huge. I woke up. Washington Post 
posted my story. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Reddit threw it through the roof. I was top trending on YouTube five million views later. I'm like, damn. When was this? This was three years ago. Three years ago. I jumped into the deep end, you know, by accident. Amazing. And then Mm -hmm. I got a call from a dude, you know, uh, named The Rock. And uh, that's awesome. From there, I did a a talk in uh, Uganda in Africa for kids with diabetes. And I came back and my life just like started going because it was the first time I started being myself. And the first time I stopped being a carbon copy of what I thought everyone else wanted me to be. Damn, the way, you said the rock, the rock, the rock, the rock. That's fucking amazing, yeah. dog. Damn. That, that's great. That, that's just, you know what I mean? That, that's awesome for our listeners to show, like, yo, just confidence and, and just yeah. like, unapologetically yourself. Yeah. And like for me, I, I, I wanted to be what everyone, what I thought everyone wanted me to be. Yeah. Right. But like you always suck at being someone else and you always be the best at being yourself because no one can take that position from you, you know. And once I decided that if I felt like, oh, everything fell into place, like, oh, it's because it's because I stopped telling myself who I had to be and started telling myself, just be you. Just be you. Bro. Unapologetically you. And it. some people are like, oh, that's so easy. That's because that thing you're still hiding, you're ignoring it. Yeah, they still fighting their own else. little vibes. I tell you, everything I tell someone What's that thing you're hiding that you're struggling with right now? You're going to push it under the rug and you're going to tell me the other things you feel comfortable about. Right. Because yep. right. you don't want to talk about that one thing that you know is killing you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. And possibly because of, you know, society and the way the oh, world sure. is and yeah. how judgmental everybody for is sure. and da, da, da. So, I mean, yo, I was been dealing with some, I was dealing with some vibes, you know, like that too. You know what I'm saying? Because I do music. have a beard, by the way. Yeah. He, yeah. It's you know a sign of fuck, he didn't fuck even know everybody. He, he, fought, he saw he got a little happy. I got a little happy. He was like, yo, we in it together, bro. <laughs> I got it right here, but he got it right there. Um, but uh, I do music, right? So in the entertainment business, you do the same vibe. You got to be a certain way, sound a certain way, yep. make music a certain way. And then I just felt like I lost the passion and the love of just the art of being able to put these words together and flow on a beat or whatnot. And then um, I reached that moment. And then a lot of things changed. Friends changed, situations yeah. changed, my daily patterns changed, and all that stuff. And this was that. Yo, if you got something, if you yeah. don't like it, who cares? That's it. It's funny. You said, you know, you're in the entertainment industry and you have to be a certain way. And then art, art and have to be don't go together. Yeah. Right? There's exactly. no such thing as should be. There's the, the boxes that are created are not created for people who are creative. Not. Yeah. You know, you can't force your creativity, your skill set, your individuality into a box created Absolutely. by society yep. for someone that's not made for you. Yep. You know, and th- th- you feel like you're dying. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're becoming a replica of what society wants you to be. But I'm going to be honest. The way you think of me, the way you think of me, the way you think of me is not my responsibility. Yep. Straight it's up. Not. No, straight you know, up. I'm sorry if you feel a certain way, but that's not my responsibility to manage. That's on you. That's yep. right. Absolutely. And that's oh, yeah. a great way to think, not only for us, but everybody out there. Everybody that's watching, out there you know that's I mean? watching straight hey, up, man. I don't, don't, you don't, don't give a shit and don't live by other people's standards. Live by your own and, and like so, absolutely. You know. And now I see uh, amazing opportunities have have arised. You got a book. Yeah, just, um, just launched that book. Uh, yeah. it's, it released uh, May fourth, and it took me about May a year. May the fourth be with you. Oh, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I wish I knew Star Wars more. Everyone was saying that. I'm like, why? Yeah, are you guys yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a huge day for Star Wars fans. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's been crazy. Like, it took about a year to write. It took about thirty. And the book is about, about your life and how we got to this. A point. little bit, a little bit of my life, but it's more about self communication because we yeah. talk about you know, as a as a man in society, we have to be masculine. We have to be. Ha- I hate that word. Have to be. Yeah. I hate the should be. Just like your art. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah, the way yeah. you fight. Right. Everyone has individuality. So when you tell someone they have to be a certain way, I just think it's full of shit because. Mm-hmm. 
how can you have individuality? There's no universal fix to an individual problem. Right, right, right. So for me, everyone's like, communication is key. No, that's step two. Yeah, and I can't. Self, <laughs> self-communication is key. Right. Yep. You want everyone to communicate with you better, but right. you're not willing to communicate with yourself better. You're right. not giving yourself the shit you need every morning. You're pretending like you don't have problems, but you know you do. You know, you just you have a car, you're going to service it. Why don't you service your life? Right. And yeah. I can't live up to your opinion of me. You know no, what I mean? Yeah, you yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. You can't. But what's your opinion of you? Right, right. Exactly. Your opinion exactly. of you matters. Exactly. The most. Yeah. Sure. And if you yeah. look in the mirror and you think I'm not as good or you, any of this stuff, you don't have to be rah, rah, rah. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not a positivity hippie. I wouldn't stand in a burning building and chant positive affirmations. I get the fuck out. You know, I'm a cynical realist in the sense of like, what can I do to not make this worse? Yep. What decision am I going to make that I'm going to be proud of looking back? Those are the questions I ask myself because I'm like, at the end of the day, no one's going to help me. No one did help me. I just got off a call on the way here. They're like talking about success and my success. I'm like, listen, I don't have a, a sexy form of success. I won by default. I started the race. Everyone else did too. And they were way ahead of me. They just fucking quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won by default. There's nothing sexy about that. I just kept going. And that's usually what works. You know, it's we hear all these stories about hustle, grind, kill uh, <laughs> on social media now. Like it's all this glamorized hustling. I'm like, man, if you right. get hustled, you got fucked over. Right. right. Straight up. Maybe you don't need to hustle. Maybe you just need to work. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Put your put your head down yeah. and just get so to where, work. So where right. can where can the people find a book though? It's on Amazon. It's a bestseller on Barnes and Noble right now, which is cool. That's dope. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I, it's so crazy because I see this stuff on the table, talking in microphones. You know, I've done this for yeah. a few years, like speaking professionally, and yeah. been on a TV show with The Rock and all that. But like, the biggest moment for me was being able to go into Walmart and not hide my hand. That's awesome. Yeah, I see me yeah, on billboards and stuff. I see me like work with brands like Nike and Tommy Hilfiger. But now, like, to be able to have a conversation about this and hope that I can be the person I never had growing up and that someone out here is listening and hears that perspective and, like, maybe I don't have to be on that edge. Maybe yeah. I don't have to take that step. Maybe right. I can step back and say I can do something else. That's what I do this for. That, no, uh, yeah. And that's huge. That's huge. And that's amazing you do that. And I'm glad that you – thank you for bringing us the books because I'm a huge – I collect books and I read cool. books on a daily mm-hmm. basis. So this is dope. I can't it's an to easy read, read too. You could read that in two hours, you know, and yeah. it, it, you could open up any page. I want it to be to the point where – if you needed something today, you open any page, you'll get something. That's you get awesome. something. That's Hell awesome. yeah. That's awesome. And, and man, that's what we try to do here. Like, I, I'm a dude, uh, in the last five years, I've changed my life. I'm a dude came, who came off the streets, uh, been in trouble my whole life, uh, got kicked out of school, juvenile detention center, went to prison as a young man. I'm 40 years old right now. At 35, I had this come to God moment. You know, I had this, this, this awakening epiphany where the first time in my life, I actually, I put 10 years on my, uh, on my, on my life that day. I was like, Man, at 45, I'm still going to be doing the same shit. And I got to my knees. I cried. And, and I changed my life around, man. And here I am. I got the fastest knock in combat sports history. I'm fighting for a world title. And at the end of this month, life has really changed. And uh, what I see are similarities is that I just put my mind to it. And I said, that's it. You know what I mean? I'm going to work hard. It's dedication, consistency, grind, and just, just go after it. You know what I mean? And like I tell everybody, I'm not special. I, I, you could do, Anybody could do what I've done. You just got to it, – it's – is every day going to be easy? No. Are you going to wake up every day saying, oh, fucking sunshines and rainbows? Nah, Absolutely not. You yeah. know what I mean? So that, those are the days you just got to get through. And then when you get through that day and you get to your house or whatever it is, you lay down at night and be like, it really wasn't that bad. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> we. It, it's funny. We, if you go through this episode, I love it. I'm going to go through specifically because you both said exactly what I said. You, to have that change that you had, that you had, that I had, mm-hmm. we stopped telling ourselves things and we started asking ourselves things. Is this how life is going to be? 
Right. Yeah. Is straight up. Do I want this right. five years from now, ten years from now? Am I on the track that I want to see myself in? Is, is my future self this? And we decided it wasn't. So right. we made a change. And ultimately, it was never up to anyone else. Right. It was up to us. Exactly. And you said, exactly. you know, it's yeah. not going to be easy. It never is. You know, yeah. people are like, uh, easier said than done. Well, guess what? Better done than said. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Get it done anyways. <laughs> you know, like, sorry. Absolutely. Like, what, what does that serve you? Like, yeah. what? You, you you act like I'm trying to take your excuses from yeah, you. I promise yeah. you, I don't. That, that's them, one thing know? about people: the blaming game. Everybody the wants bl- to blame somebody. You know what does what I mean? blame do? Uh, no, even, even if you found I'm out whose you. fault it is, yeah. <laughs> what's it going to do for you? Exactly. It, now it's your fault. Now what? Yeah. And guess what? You have the exact same story. You have the exact same story as me. Yeah. You don't have this arm, but I'll tell you this: you went through some shit. You got over some shit, and there's more shit coming. Right. Everyone has the same story. It's about how you tell it, how you live it, and how you decide to narrate it moving forward. For me, I'm just not that broken kid anymore. You don't have to be that troubled kid anymore. You don't have to be that same artist anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. can be what you want to be in the sense of like, yeah, you can't fly, but you can live. Definitely. Yeah. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. And that's been the manifestation of everything that's been going on. And, and yo, everyone that's came on this podcast has had that moment and the way we tap into that moment um we bring it closer i'm pretty sure to some people it's four years ago six years ago seven years ago or it's it's in the future still people yeah they haven't even reached it yet but uh, at least with the guests on our podcast we mentioned like 2020 yeah we mentioned like the pandemic and how you know how did you make it through those moments so i mean i like that (laughs) tell us tell us let's let's so people I'm gonna I'm gonna like fake accolade drop real quick. Uh-huh. So I've modeled for Nike and Tommy Hilfiger. Um, That's dope. Helping to design shoes or clothing for people with disabilities. You know, being on a TV show at The Rock. Of the hundred thousand people who applied, I didn't apply. They picked me. They picked a hundred guys to compete for a spot. Thirty guys to actually be on a show. Two, what, was two that to be Titan? On the Titan Games. Okay, yeah. we'll Titan get into games. that. All right, cool. Two to be on the billboards, and I was on the billboards. So I've done crazy shit with uh, Good Morning America, People Magazine, all this stuff. Broken world records. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Two world, hey, two world record holders. Yeah, world record holders. You know what I mean? But let, let's talk about the reality of this. <laughs> yeah. I have failed more times than you could ever imagine. Yeah, I, lost, I lost $30,000 on an app I tried to create. The designer left. If I could find him, I'd still jock him in the throat. <laughs> um, I moved out for a business in California. It failed, had to come back, and pretty much it was an embarrassment to me. You know, I've yeah. tried so many jobs. I worked at an arts and crafts store. You know, I stole stuff. But I, I did a lot of bad stuff, yeah, yeah. you know, and everyone sees that top level of success. Even a few years ago, when I was in the social media eye, I tried to apply for a job at Vitamin Shop because I quit. And I'm thankful that the guy said no because he saw my resume, saw what I was doing, and he said, I can't do this to you. Yeah, you're better than this. So yeah. all those moments, you see the tip of the iceberg with these highlight reels on Instagram and this. Like, I see it, and I still think, like, I see that guy, and I'm like, I know the struggle that still happened. Yeah. I lost $60,000 worth of contracts in the beginning of COVID immediately, like that. Yeah. You know? That was supposed to be my biggest year. And I told myself the story of, like, all this work, and now you have nothing. And it was the story I told myself of you have nothing because my value never left. The opportunities might have, but opportunities keep coming. Yeah, they keep coming if you keep going. I had to pivot. And most people did. And I'm like, why am I going to feel special? Why do I feel like COVID just happened to me? Right. COVID didn't happen to me. It happened to us as people. Yeah. You know, and we all had to pivot in some way. Some people kept their jobs. Some people didn't. Absolutely. That's some people get in car accidents. Some people don't. Like things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We said the same thing. I use the same exact uh, analogy. We had to pivot and, and, and find direction and, and, you know, and keep we, it going and keep it going and keep it going for sure. 
You know, uh, it's like we said right before the show started. It's that uh, everybody thinks it's an overnight success, but it took 10, 20 years. You know what yeah. I mean? In the making. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I used to get in trouble in school for speaking, for talking, and now I get paid a lot of money for it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't well, flip I, it. Yeah. I, went, I went, I got in trouble my Probably whole life for fighting. fighting. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> like, we all used to make noise, and now we get paid to make noise. Yeah, and absolutely. It's, it, I, I do a talk. It's called Turning My Health Issues into Wealth Issues. Nice. And, you know, like. It's not about money because the money comes, but money comes after impact and value. For me, wealth is quality of life. Yeah. And for so long, I didn't have that. For so long, I see so many of my friends who didn't have that, you know. And now I realize, like, we all have that opportunity for quality of life, not in money. You can, I guess, earn more money if you want to, but in quality of life and choosing your perspective and choosing to change the way you think that if the way you think is making you live a worse life, it's not that easy, but it it is simple. Yeah, yeah, the way yeah. You fucking Stop think. thinking <laughs> in a way that predicts your failure. That's right. That's what it is. You know, it there takes you practice. Obviously, you're not good at anything. You were never the best fighter in the world in the beginning. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, you yeah. lost some fights with you when you started doing music. Like, you've gotten better. Same thing with me speaking. It takes yeah. practice. Takes practice. And if you practice being a shitty person, you're gonna get damn good at it. For sure. And then it's going to be hard to even get out of that Absolutely. shit once you've been a shitty person for a long time. I'm a shitty you, ass and, person. And if you could, you all, you, shit, and if all you could think is shitty thoughts, you're, just, you're going to manifest shitty shit. That's it. Shitty that's shit. That's what it is, man. No shitty shit here. Yeah. No shitty shit. Hey, we're about to drop a yeah. shirt. No, no shitty, shitty shit, shit here. <laughs> hey, um, man, tell us about how, how'd you get into the. Pro- I can't wait to. Right now I'm dieting. You know what dieting is about? I uh, just did my show, so I'm like, I, I'm I, I know. I know. Hey, by the way, when you get a I'm second, done. we need to show this dude what he. This guy look fucking. This guy looks like the rock bro yeah um um i saw you have some protein bites i can't wait to try them i can't try uh, yeah. them now because I, I gotta yeah. tighten up yeah. on my i got and, you when we're done yeah, yeah and, and i don't know if you're like me but just looking at food i gained 10 pounds right. you know what i mean I just, and i couldn't even have it in the house like yeah. i just i have yeah. no control either i'm like Listen, all or not. i fucking daydream about food bro, bro. yeah <laughs> those, those food instagrams i was like scrolling you through you and like, got a tattoo of a donut i have a donut <laughs> tattoo on my leg bro i love like, that what? i'm known <laughs> as the donut guy because i have type 1 diabetes too by the way oh yeah i have an autoimmune disease that's a minute by minute condition you know so but my whole thing is breaking the stigmas of like who you're supposed to be people think diabetes oh you can't eat certain foods no no no. it's like you have an automatic car i have a manual car i just have to take my insulin on the outside so we can eat whatever we want as yeah. long as there's no poison I, i'm a cookie yeah. monster i gotta get a cookie tattoo babe cookie. <laughs> i respect it man. Yeah, man um so tell us about energy uh the, the energy bites how'd you get into that that's a craziest story dude um i've always been a service-based dude i've always uh, personal training got my degree in exercise science and then uh, speaking is what i want to do for the rest of my life is speaking i love speaking yeah. But I've never had a product, you know? Yeah. And I met a dude while I was speaking. He's a chef, also type 1 diabetic. And we did this talk together at this nonprofit event. And he said, I got this product. I'd love for you to try it. I tried it, gave him some advice. He's like, bro, how do I hire you? I'm like, hire me to be a consultant. Consulted for him. He's like, I need this, this, and this. I gave him my fees. like, bro, I'm just going to bring you on as the marketing director. I'm like, cool. That's what's up. A few months after that, he's like, bro, I just need you to change the whole company. I need you to take ownership of this, be the chief marketing officer, you have equity in the company, and now you're co-founder of this new rebrand. And now we're at you know, oh, two years after that. Damn, you, you never know, yeah. guys. Like you, you honestly never know. I never expected to do that, but I just rolled with the opportunity. If I told myself the life I was supposed to live, I'd be a personal trainer, or I was in a dance. I did a bunch of random stuff. But if I told myself what I was supposed to do, I would have been within the guidelines of a life that was limiting my potential. Absolutely. Now with this yeah. protein bar, we grew over four thousand percent because of the pandemic we were launching like three new bars and like we're doing so well and i love what we're doing for the community it actually tastes good 
And that's just one more step. Where, where can we find those? It's online in a lot of GNCs, JW I, I, Marriott. I, I know I've seen them for sure. Yeah, yeah. They're all over the place now. Like, we've expanded it all across the country. So we're trying to get into, like, a big retail, like Whole Foods or something coming soon. Oh, but. yeah. So was that one of the projects that, that manifested through the pandemic year? Yep. Yeah, yep. there you so go. That, that's our biggest growth. Like, I had started the year before, but our biggest growth was because of the pandemic. So when my other business dropped i pivoted to this one because i saw that there was an opportunity the, yeah hell yeah that's damn awesome. all right that's cool awesome. hell oh, yeah amazing, so the man. pandemic was good for you yeah 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 no hey, it was a pandemic let's, let's be, that let, money. i like that i might steal that uh-huh. um to be honest the pandemic wasn't good or bad it just existed and it's Got what you. you told yourself about yeah. it you know and Got i you. told myself it was bad until i found out it was good and then i'm like wait a minute it's just the pandemic and well, it's us seasoning it with something that we want to tell ourselves absolutely you know? the, the, the the pandemic himself itself was not good for anybody but the time during what happened last year in 2020 yeah. it was a blessing for me i had the best year of my life uh one of the most amazing things happened i, I broke the record last year um you know and, and just great things have been happening after that and 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 it's like you said like i i if you asked me to write down the best case scenario of anything that's been happening to me, I couldn't have, it couldn't have been better of what just happened the way it did by me putting my head down, working, being consistent, not worrying about anything else and, and making things happen. Just I want to point working. that out. I want to point that out. You said you had the best year ever, but you, you made the best year ever because Absolutely. it didn't happen to you. It happened because of you. Right. Yeah. You knocked that dude out. You yeah. did those things. It's right. not like, oh, life happened to be good for me. No, right. I happen to be good for life. Like yeah. I happen to do the right things. Damn, I happen to be I never good. Stopped, never stopped but working. That's the truth though because we always say like i'm blaming like oh life is really hard for me like no you're making it harder by the way you're thinking or what you're doing oh it's not my fault that it's i didn't i didn't say fault i said responsibility you have a responsibility not just a responsibility but a response ability the ability to respond to whatever the fuck happens to you in life you're choosing that response whether you think you are or not and if you don't decide to do something indecision is still a decision sorry that's awesome. Whoa, that's whoa. Awesome. I speak in like chance. fortune cookies. No, I feel like that little Snapple. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. No, hell yeah. But, and so, we uh, listening and I'm absorbing not every single word and everything you say, man, because it's, it's, it's good. For sure. Good. Don't get me wrong, though. I'm still a human. I still curse at people in traffic. Like, oh, no, for sure. Oh, me know, too. I still, I still make sure. my mistakes. But like, for I me, stole something yesterday. How can we get? Oh, I appreciate it. I hope it was good. For real, though, like. How do you get like 1% better every day? How, how, what can you do to at least get a little bit better for the people around you, the people who love you or the life you want to live? And if you're not living up to where you want to go, you're just kind of staying stagnant. And I yeah. don't want that anymore. Absolutely not. Neither do I. And I try every day at least to be 1% better, whether yep. it's, it's an, uh, and, and I try it on every aspect of my life. You know what I mean? From being a boyfriend to being a father to being an athlete to, to, to being here with you. You know what I mean? I try to make every day of my life, every aspect that I can 1% better. Sometimes certain aspects, like you said, I fall 2% back. <laughs> that's, that's but, life. but, but I'm still exactly, exactly. I, I don't, what I don't do is get hard on myself. Okay. So a hundred thousand people applied for the Titan games. Yep. You didn't never even applied. Nope. They reached out to you. Mm-hmm. That's dope. And I, I thought it was fake. I almost didn't write him back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they first reached out to me, it was late at night because LA, the time difference, you yeah. know. Yeah. Some dude was like, hey, we want to do like a little casting thing. And it's like, they want to hop on Skype. It's 11 at night. I'm like, bro, I'm not taking no clothes off. Like, this is not, I don't know what kind of. Yeah. yeah. If, if you want that, go to my own fans. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, uh, there's, no, there's no like black couch type thing. Like, I'm not <laughs> messing around. But I ended up hopping on there and like, it turned out it was legit. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, I'm a power lifter. I just lift heavy weight. I'm not really, I don't consider myself an athlete like that. And uh, they're like, we want to fly you out to LA. It's a 12 hour combine all day. You're going to test every skill, every, anything you have. I went out there. I'm like, bro, these people are monsters. You know, yeah, like yeah. 100, 200 different guys killing it. And I'm like, all right, I did it. And I was like, that was cool. Cool opportunity. But 
I'm not going to get that. That's fine. I'm at the gym and I get that call and I'm just like, excuse me. They're like, yeah, we, we picked 30 guys and uh, we want you to be on the show. Damn, Damn hell yeah. crazy. Where, where was it filmed? It was in LA. It was in LA. How long were you out there for? I was out there for about like nine days. Okay. Um, Damn, they filmed it in nine days? Uh, they, I lost my first episode, okay, but okay. they they went for like another, I think, five days. Okay. They did it really quick. Oh, shit. And uh, I. Yeah, they're trying to put that thing in a can. For it was, it was <laughs> crazy, bro. Like, I was the only one that got to tell, like, talk after I had lost. Yeah. And then The Rock came down and, like, hugged me and stuff. And, like, it, he Damn. posted me on his account. And that like blew up, That's and awesome. uh, so many uh, hundreds of people reached out to me saying like, "Oh my did god!" It, did I, he give you? A- I, <laughs> I don't know. I think he was tearing up a little bit. So like, <laughs> yeah, I'll That's just awesome. go out there like the Rock is not as big as you think he is, and I'll definitely challenge him to a deadlift. Like, but. We'll just throw oh, that out. Wait, there. was that a don't blink moment right there? We'll was that, that a don't blink there. moment right there? Don't blink right call there? out. Don't blink call out. Oh, we'll just man. throw that out there. But, Let's um, go. Yeah, I, it was. he was an incredible dude, to be honest. Yeah, I always get scared yeah. of meeting like famous people. He was such a genuine dude. And uh, after that, after we did the show, it obviously takes time to air. And uh, a friend of mine sent me a picture. She's like, why are you on a billboard? I'm like, excuse me? I was on the billboards, the buses. I was one of the you know, two guys that were yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the yeah, face yeah. for the Titan. Games. If you Google Titan Games right now, you'll see me in the back, like, yeah, yeah. like with the so it, was, it was crazy, <laughs> man. Like, and that was syndicated across like Fox Asia, like mm. all across the world, and that was just wild, man. And crazy. how does it how does it feel to get the the message, the DMs, and the comments on 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 your posts, and, like and the motivational us. stuff, like yeah. yo, you inspire me so right, much. Right, get I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna. I'll share a quick story. So I was about to speak after that, and a dad came up to me at an event, and he's like, my son is struggling with type 1 diabetes, and he wants to commit suicide. And imagine hearing that before you're about to step on stage. You know, like, how do you – there's no proper way. Good luck, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, damn. So, like, the whole time I'm talking, I'm like, I see the kid, and, like, I, I know what not to do, not to treat him like he's broken, mm-hmm. not to treat him like he's patient number 47, or treat him like who he is. I'm not going to say his name, but – um, ended up speaking to him after and just had lunch with him, talked with him, didn't talk about it at all. Just asked him questions like we talk about, asking yeah. the right questions. I was worried for a while after that, you know, and a year later he sent me a video and I saw it was blurred out on Instagram. I'm like, oh, fuck, what is this? You know, he's doing pushups. And he's like, I'm going to be just like you. I started volunteering at a camp. Now I'm doing leadership. I'm helping other people around me. God bless Damn. You. That's awesome. And like I get chills now thinking about it because I'm like, awesome. when you talk about those messages, that matters so much more than this. No, for sure. That the better than the show for someone to be on a ledge that I used to be on, you know, and to see them take that step back, not forward, you know, like that, that means the world to me. Absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's amazing, brother. That's an amazing story. And then on, on the flip side, on the same in my field, I get it too. You know what I'm saying? Like people are, you know, they DM, they're like, yo, I've, I've known you for so long, you're still going, like, you keep me going, like, when you post something positive and da, 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 and I see you doing, you're still doing your thing. Um, he has a movement, it's called Positive Vibes Only, so he's I love always, it. oh, yeah, 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 it's great. And, uh, and, and with this show, man, it, it's like, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's two people that, uh, that, that, Again, like you know, we, like we all have that. We've had that moment that yeah, you could have given up. We didn't. We changed it. We changed our mentality and we just moved forward. So everybody, we got a good response from the show. Our, our, a lot of great guests that everybody's on that positive attitude, man. And we try to just show it. Like again, we're not we're not special. We're not more special than you. we're not. We're the same as you guys are. Just yeah. just take that step, and we and, we, uh, and we're willing to take that step with you. Help you out in anything you want. You know, ask me a question, and I'm, I'll answer it. No problem. Let me be honest. How long you been doing music? 
Uh, man, like 20 years almost. How long have you been fighting? Fighting professionally, five years. I've been in the game, you know, as an amateur and all that since I was a kid. But professionally in the, in the game, getting me paid and, and really focused on this for the last five years. That's the problem. Four and a half. That's well, yeah. And then yeah. technically, if yeah. you want me to get technical, like the, he just got technical, yeah. then, I mean, I've been in the entertainment business for about that long. Because at first I started like as a hype man, then like a backup dancer. Um, and then, so like musically as like too nice. I would say probably like eight years. So let's let's talk about that. All right. People will come to you on their day one and they see this. I've been speaking for five years, you know, right. and to go from like being able to speak, not get paid to being getting paid like a good amount of money. There's time involved. So mm-hmm. when people see like you're such an amazing fighter, such an amazing artist or you're a good speaker, they're like, how do I get like you now? Yeah. How yeah. do I get to you now? How do I? Ride the elevator to success without taking the stairs, so to speak, you know, mm-hmm. and you can't compare like where we are or where people above us are with where we are, because where we are in our journey or like our process is different. Mm-hmm. So people get upset. And I used to get upset all the time. I'd see people I want to be like and I'm like, I would get mad or jealous. You know, I'm like, I want to be like that. I want to be there. I want I want to hang out at the finish line without running the race. Yeah. Everyone does that, you know, and you got to catch yourself because when you ask for advice, ask for advice to get better, not to be jealous, not to have envy for someone who's earned it. You've earned it. You've yeah, earned yeah, it. Yeah, I've yeah, earned yeah. it. You know, we put in the time. That's it. Yeah. You put in the time. And a lot of it sucks. You can't outdo time. Yeah. You have to work. And it's you might you might hit the jackpot. You might secure the bag, so to speak, earlier yeah, yeah, yeah. or not. You know, for me, I felt like I had to drag my shit. I did a whole year and a half of not charging anything, not making any money, burn through mm-hmm. all my savings, you know. Maybe I did it the wrong way. Maybe. But I did it in my way, on my process, on my journey, and made it to where I'm at now and where I'm going to make it. You know, so oh, for sure. everyone's journey is a little bit different. But yeah, Absolutely. And I actually went through that, too, because coming off the street, I know I was always in a hurry for everything. Then I get into this uh, professional life, you know what I mean? And I was, uh, you know, asking certain friends that, that filmed things and, and, and things that, that I felt could help me at the moment. Like, Yo, you know, hey, can you help me out? And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, I got you, but hold on, I'm busy. And uh, one thing about me was, like, I was never mad at people for putting me off. You know what I mean? But I didn't understand it. Now, years later, those guys that I was calling are calling me. Hey, I want to work with you. Why? Because they see me put in the work. They yeah. see me. I respected the hustle. I, st- I stuck to it. And and now I, I, you know, I appreciate that more. And I see, I, I, I have that eye for people who put in the work, who really have the dedication, the consistency that you need to be, to, you know, where you want to get. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. it's. I just posted something on Twitter. So Twitter is like where my quotes go to die. I just love that. <laughs> the fortune cookies. But for real, like I, I said, you know, the people who couldn't see your value can no longer afford my cost. Yeah. And it's true. Like a lot of times in the beginning when you guys first started, I'm sure, you know, you wanted an opportunity from someone yeah. who was higher up you and you're like, hey, can I can yeah. I get that? You know, yeah. and I've done that so many times for those same people who denied me, you know, they ended up coming back to me for help. Yeah. And as much as I want to be petty, I'll always help. No, no, yeah, for yeah. sure. Because it, it's not, it, there's no model of scarcity when it comes to success. It's okay. not like if you're success, I'm going to be less successful. Right. What does that say about me if I lose my value because you went up? Right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah and yeah. Th- I see that all the time now. People are like, oh, I don't want to tell them my idea. Why? Well, they might take it. I'm like, well, an idea, that saying is 10% idea, 90% execution. Most, most most people don't execute. Exactly. Right? You know? And if they do, they're not going to do it like you because you're the only one who can do it like you. So we had all this like weird fear about other people being successful. I used to feel that so much. And now I'm like, imagine seeing someone successful and you're like, damn, that's awesome. Yeah. I've always always looked at people around me get successful. But, you know, I was like, but I was on the same uh, thing. Like you said, like I was, I was always in a hurry. Like 
you know, coming up again, like off the street thing, people would get like, okay, this guy got a band, you know, like, damn, you know what I mean? I, 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 what's taking me so long to get one? Or somebody mm-hmm. got a house, damn, what's taking me so, so long to get one? And then, and then finally, you know, once I grew out of that dumb mentality, I figured out like, yo, everybody has their time for everything. You know what I mean? And yeah. it wasn't my time because I wasn't in the right mind frame. Now I am, and everything is happening to, for me at the right time, the when it's supposed to, and it's you know, it's it's awesome the way everything's happened for sure when you get your mind right. Yeah, yeah. my mama yeah. used to say that todo tiene su tiempo, William. Todo tiene su tiempo. Everything like, got his time. Everything got his time, and I was like, I didn't get it, but now we got it. You, you tend to connect the dots looking back, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, hindsight, hindsight, hindsight is sure. twenty yeah. twenty. Yeah. 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 When you first get told all this stuff, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, whatever, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, hurry up. You learn it. You learn it. And the best way to learn it is to go through it. Yeah, exactly. Right. I feel like a lot of people didn't go through enough pain to make the changes that they need. A lot yep. of people are just in this purgatory, but like it's not bad enough to change, but it's not good enough to where I want to be. So yep. I'm just going to cruise in and that box. Yeah, people don't make changes there because it's not uncomfortable enough. Right. You know, right, right, right. I, yeah, I love being comfortable in uncomfortable situations. That's yeah. me. That's that, me. It's it, always it, been. It's not about. It's <laughs> and not now about more than ever. Yeah, it's not about like escaping your comfort zone. It's right. just expanding it. Exactly. Yeah, being hell more yeah. Comfortable, I, yeah. You know, I'm in uncomfortable like, situations that used to make. Everything used to make me uncomfortable. People yeah. looking at me, right? I see this. I'm like, why are you guys looking at me? Yeah, I, I would hide my arm, you know, like, yeah, yeah. and wow, now I lead with it. Me. You know, I was offered an opportunity to get a skin colored, you know, uh, arm and I didn't want that. I wanted to look different. Yeah. I wanted you it to put stand the, the energy uh, logo on that thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I was tempted. So <laughs> that's another milli. We cut a check. Exactly. <laughs> that's a sponsorship billboard. Yeah. Opportunity. yeah. 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 So I'm going yeah. Hey. <laughs> so, so Chris, what, what do you got? What do you got next, man? Any competitions coming up? I, I heard you. You told me you just got over one. You just, just did one. So I had got a one. I had like a ten year goal of doing a bodybuilding competition. One because I've always saw magazines like people, which is crazy. I saw people like that on a cover, and I was like, man, I would love to look like that. And I was told I couldn't because you know bodybuilding, you have to be symmetrical. I'm not symmetrical, and that's just what it is. Yeah. I accepted that for a long time until I started not to, and I was like, maybe I started asking those questions. Maybe I can find a way. 10 years I had this goal of wanting to do a competition. Didn't know what, maybe bodybuilding. And uh, I always put it off. Not good enough, not good enough, not big enough, not strong enough. You know, I did powerlifting, did that. That was cool. I didn't have to take my shirt off. I didn't have to be judged. I was still judging myself. Mm -hmm. Finally committed to doing a bodybuilding show. I did classic physique and men's physique. That's dope. And uh, not against not disabled people, you know, just I'm the only disabled one there. And I didn't expect anything. Expectations lead to disappointment. I didn't want that. I won. I won and I was like got invited to nationals and stuff and like now I might do nationals like later this year now might be bro you yeah, will you I mean, will be to. you in the it. good thing is like I, I did that and like it's not about the medal for me if I wanted the medal I'd go buy it myself right, 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 right. you know yeah, yeah. but oh. <laughs> it's not about the medal for me it was for me showing myself that I could like right. that it, it's proving my former self wrong and let me do let me know what I mean uh, let me tell you you know what you're doing for millions of people out there watching you brother just giving them that motivation and what's yep. funny about you saying that is my girl was a pro uh, IFBB yeah. she uh, she traveled the world doing IFBB and uh, she says that well, how incredible it is what you're doing with the, because of the symmetrical stuff and how they judge people and stuff. So it, yeah, I mean, yeah. I was, I'm judged on what I literally don't have, and I still <laughs> found a way to like to position myself. And that's Badass. what it, it's positioning with everyone. You know, everyone, like you said, you're not special. I'm not special. Yeah, yeah. I'm different. You're different. It, it would be weird if everyone in this room looked the exact same. Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah, but when we're different, we think that's weird for some reason. You know, like I just took my difference. I'm like, all right, how can I make this not work again? What was the you word that Laz was saying? No, bro. you know what? Platano, my, our boy Platano, he left, but he, he wore a shirt yesterday. I said, I said 3% of the people work for the 90% of the people that don't quit. That never gave up. That never gave that's up. Yeah. 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 It's true though. Oh it's, no, what is it? No, 97% of bad, bad, the other way around. 97% of people work for the 3%, 3% of people that, that, that never gave up. up. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's it's it's hundred percent total. That's, <laughs> that's what I feel like. You know, for me, I was like, what else can I do? I did that competition. You know, I used to do uh, MMA and jujitsu. And oh shit, but I might do it oh, again. And maybe you know. Um, uh, but right now, business is everything. with that with that fucking arm. You'll crush somebody. This, I'm like, <laughs> take that off because people in the movies think like it looks so cool. It doesn't function like that. You know, it's yeah. not like dexterity. You can't do right, all right, stuff. right, right. But it's it's coming up, and like I eventually want to help like people create apparatuses for working out and stuff because in the amputee disability community people don't work out because they think yeah, they yeah, can't. Yeah. bro i'm a one-handed guy living in a two-handed world yeah, yeah yeah you know you go to a gym and it's all the same machines made for normal people right you know right. so uh you think about disability is the largest minority in the world one in four people have a disability mm-hmm. we don't care what you look like we don't care your background your socioeconomic status your religion if you're gay straight doesn't right, matter right, right, right unfortunately the disabled community accepts everyone so yeah. we need support too you know to yeah, make sure no, the people sure. that have limb differences or cognitive disabilities they didn't ask for no, this stuff, and like you, you know? said at the beginning of the show it's expensive as hell man it's super expensive and trying to get approval and stuff, that's a whole nother accessibility god forbid you know a lower socioeconomic community trying to get something like this for inner city youth would be impossible yeah impossible the hoops i had to jump through to try and get this the accessibility drives me crazy and com- certain communities don't have access to this technology that people tout so that's another one of my missions. I speak on overcoming adversity, but I also speak on diversity and inclusion, accessibility for people who have lives that they never asked for. They're they need a voice. And I feel mm-hmm. like I want to be that voice for the voiceless, you know? No, for sure. And you are the perfect, you know what I'm saying, yeah. person to be that. You know yeah, what I'm absolutely. saying? I wanna I wanna give a shout out to my boy Hot Rod. You know what I'm saying? He's he's disabled. He's been in a wheelchair, you know, ever <laughs> since I've met him, you know what I'm saying? And some way, somehow. He's made it to my performances, bro. bro. Hey, shout Look, out right, to He'll our... be right there next to the stage in his wheelchair with two bodyguards. Yeah. Don't touch And he's enjoying the show. So, hey, Hot Rod, yo. No, Hot Rod, shout out to you. And shout out to our brother, DJ Laz. He's DJ. Yes, you got to know DJ, DJ Laz. Laz. He's been, on sure. radio, yeah. been handicapped, you know, since, since he was born. And yep. he, listen, that guy is the pimp with the limp, bro. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? hell yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's amazing to have guys like you. And you know people like like you guys that 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 fucking that that shine with it, man. You know what I mean? And let other people know that yo, I'm just like you, brother. Ain't nothing fucking different about just me. Right? Differences you know I mean? are awesome, man. Like you, you embrace your difference, whether you're a kid, an adult. I don't care. Like you have a difference. You have something that makes you you. And if you don't embrace that, you're gonna be living a lie your entire life. You'll yeah. never experience quality of life. Yeah, no car, sure. no no nothing, no accomplishment will ever make up for that peace of mind you have in your head. That communication with yourself that says like, hey, I'm worth it. I'm good enough. Like. I like who I am, regardless of what I have. You know, it took me yeah. a long time to get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got it. You got it. Yeah. And you ain't never let motherfuckers go. That's real. Hell yeah. So, so you, yo, right now. Oh, you gonna say something? What you yeah, gonna say? I, I was gonna say it's that time of the show. You're okay, it's you're that right, time right, of the let's show, go, baby. So listen, man. Uh, this is uh, this is a big part of the show. Um, in December, when they signed Donald Trump signed the two point three trillion dollar COVID uh, bill. And in that bill, they had to release all UFO information after 180 days. There's five days left until they got to release that information. I'm a UFO believer. You know what I mean? I, I Listen, I'm not, I'm not a religious guy, but I'm spiritual. I believe in God. I feel like God and my mom's prayers have gotten me to where I'm at today. But outside of that realm, there's there's some weird stuff been going on. I feel like we're aliens in our own in, in our own way. We think outside the box. We do things outside the box. Uh, we, we got to where we're at today doing things that people don't do on a regular basis. But um, 
yourself have you ever, have you ever thought about aliens ufos anything like that i think it's cocky and ignorant to think we're the only people that is that's the most <laughs> self-centered thing to see the entire universe well you can't everything. even see the entire you universe yeah, but yeah. You, you know we're floating in a weird sack of right, like earth right. that's weird yeah, yeah, and yeah. even on earth we don't even know what's under the ocean you know it, what I mean? yeah. yeah so like for you have to you have to be smart enough to understand there has to be something else unless you just think we're the smartest thing that ever existed like do you see people today yeah <laughs> you yeah. really think we yeah are, especially in florida we are the smartest <laughs> people that exist we're, in the in the universe no. yeah. we're, we're the aliens ant farm bro. Yo, we've been we've been following <laughs> we've been following these numbers since the beginning yeah, of yeah, times yeah, yeah so yeah. it started at 100 and whatever we are five days, days away yeah, yeah. I, you know what's like, funny it actually lands on the same day as my fight which is no coincidence. I don't. Guys, yeah. You know, which is four I, days I, away. I might, I might, <laughs> a couple aliens watch That's me win wild. this title on the, uh, June 26th, man. That is wild. It is. You better have some UFO shirts or something. I, I ready swear to God, go. it, it like, is wild. I yeah. couldn't make this shit up when when I when I figured, when I did the days. I'm like, hold up, that lines on the same day as my fight. And I've been bro, talking about this. You better have an alien with like a blink, like something, That's some sort idea. of like oh, That's a something. Idea. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. That's a great idea. My brother, man, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. You're an amazing person. You know what I mean? Not only on the outside. On the inside as well. Um, oh, that's probably my eat. That's my eat. Alarm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I respect that. Though. I respect that's that. That's my eat alarm. Um, thank you so much for joining us, man. Uh, you know, anything you can leave the people with before we go? You know, give them a, a I mean, you know, a this freestyle is, positive message or something you got, you know, in the back of your mind that you like to tell people? Yeah, this is usually where most people would like kind of talk themselves up, but I'm going to talk about you guys. Um, thank you. What you guys are doing is so impactful and i don't think you understand we often chase metrics we're like ah oh, we need more viewers we need more likes more engagement we want to grow it maybe we need a better set maybe we need a better camera maybe we need a camera that doesn't shut off for 25 minutes maybe yeah. we need something you know yeah. no maybe you just need to keep going because that one listener could have been me when i was on the edge yeah and this message this specific podcast the one you just shot maybe maybe that's the one that stops someone from doing something detrimental to their life hurting their entire family and making the change in the world that we need so please keep going thank you very oh, much that you, means bro. the world coming from you uh, honestly and uh and and we are like that man one thing about us is first thing we said when we started this podcast is we got to stay consistent before anything yeah. so consistency is key for us and uh yeah i mean the followers are organic all our all our fans and, and you know and not fans but people that, that 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 join us here to watch this are organic we're not chasing anything man um you know if it's meant to be it's meant to be we just got to Keep our head down, keep working hard, yeah. and having great guests like you, man. Just never close your eyes to the possibilities. You know, I guess you could say absolutely. Don't yeah, blink. For sure. Don't, don't blink. He's in here just that. dropping them gems <laughs> like that. He's in here like, what's the guy's name? From the beginning of this podcast, I'm like, how am I going to put this? From the beginning, he's in here strong arming and shit like. Hey, everybody, man! There's been another episode of Don't Blink with Chris Rudy, man. Amazing person. Check him out ASAP. Me and the kids signing out. Wow, we leaving? We not leaving yet? Oh, you know what? I can't leave yet. I gotta, you know, shout out my sponsors. Yeah, Romero, come on, Romero, Romero, Romero <laughs> yeah, we out here flexing. Some, so, yeah, some warehouse <laughs> services. They they'll load your stuff, unpack your stuff, uh, ship your stuff, whatever you need in the warehouse. They got you. I don't see your bell bonds. If you find yourself in the mix. Card on CBA Bell Bonds. Yeah. They got the uh, get out of jail card. Not the one from Monopoly because they ain't free. You're going to have to pay them. You got to pay the play, <laughs> but they'll get you out of jail. Hell and we yeah. got and we got uh, some dope monster gear for you right here. Hell yeah. Chris Rudy, man. Lace that up Let's for go. you right Thank there. you, brother, for coming through, man. You've been amazing, you for real. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank yes, you, man. Don't blink. You already know what it is. Oh, I think me and Two Nights got something great going on. We got some great guests coming up. 
It's gonna be dope. We got some dope people that, that already you know, signed up to do it with us, which is great. A lot of people show us love and uh, it's because we love them back for sure.